Welcome to the Live Exposed podcast. This is the podcast that is designed to help you break free from the fake life you've been living and live in actual freedom, the life you were actually meant to live. We're so glad you tuned in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do love what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe button, follow us. Also, uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and help them experience the life that they were meant to live. So, here to help you navigate your path to freedom is the host of the Live Exposed podcast, Mr. Reggie Brock. Hello again and welcome back to this episode of Live Exposed. I'm Reggie Brock. In today's podcast, I want to talk about a subject that I've entitled The Law of Addition. Now, back in 2012, John Maxwell, who all of you know, um, wrote a book called The 21 Law, Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And chapter 5 was his chapter titled The Law of Addition. And in it, in a nutshell, he says in chapter 5 that great leaders add value, add value to their teams by serving them. And I think it's a great, um, it's not just a great read, but it's, I mean, it's a practical tool. And I think it's valuable when it comes to leadership with people. But today I'm going to take a little bit different turn because when, when I talk about the law of addition, what I mean by that is that we're joining something more to something that already exists. Now watch this. So you are, you have talent and giftings already in place, but for you to mature and develop and to find what's next for your life, there's got to be more to you than what you were just built with. Your original uniqueness has the chance and should be pushed to create more in your life. And we're going to talk about today. So when you join something more to something that already exists, it creates increase in size and amount. So to expand your bandwidth, so to speak, and the way you think and the way you behave, there are some additions to your life and my life that just need to be added. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Look, you and I both know there are people and places and things out there that contribute to, to subtraction in our life. Right? Listen, I've got people that have come into my life and immediately I've sensed they're trying to take something from me. And sometimes what they're trying to take from me or help me loose or, or lose a grip on, so to speak, so that it can come out of me because it needs to come out of me, I get defensive. I do know that there are some people who have come into my life who were specifically there to help me get rid of something that needed to go. There was no addition. It was subtraction. And there's a place for that. I talked a couple of weeks back about subtracting out characteristics and traits that are dangerous for all of us to have in terms of traits and, you know, in our lives. I'm good with that. But today I want to really focus on the forces of addition that are around us that add to our lives, which propel us to grow and become more mature and developed. That's what we want to talk about today. And listen, I know, I'm sure that there are more than three additions 
of contributors in our lives, but I'm going to focus on these three today. And these are three contributors that create more for us, add on to us, that widen us and give us more opportunity for what's next to be successful at it and be prepared for it. So there's three contrib- contributors to more, right, and ad- or additions in our lives. The first contributor to our growth, in my opinion, is the original designer, our creator, Yahweh, our God. Since this is my podcast, <laughs> I will say without hesitation that the uniqueness of you and my design is the handiwork of the uncreated one. It wasn't by chance or mistake. I wasn't fashioned by some big bang electrical spark theory. I wasn't formed because molecules of life met on clay. I was created with forethought, purpose, and specificity of design. You too. So if you take it a little bit further, that was the originator of the contribution to me, or the framework was established. And guess what? His contributions continue. He didn't just, this force didn't just begin me, but this force will continue me. High-powered super injection that fuels additional growth every day into my life is what I expect because of my relationship with my God. So, Listen, you have been created specifically for a purpose and a uniqueness is in your design, but it's not over. You see, you were created, but now there's more to add to that. And I think that one of the number one contributor to the more in our life is the God that created us, Yahweh. And so I sat around daily fully anticipating that these needed contributions I have to be prepared for what's next in my life are coming from the God that created me that will prepare me for whatever lies ahead of me. He didn't just start me. He's going to continue me and finish me. What a great contribution to our lives that is. So if you buy into some notion that you were hatched in some pond many, many years ago, this podcast probably is not going to be for you. But if you believe that you were designed uniquely by the God you hopefully now serve, then you can expect without one shadow of a doubt that that which is began in you will continue in you and will be finished in you with the help of the God we serve. Every day be looking for it. So contributor number one to me to create the more in us, the additions to us is the one who created us, who will continue in us and finish us uh, when our race is over. Number two contributor to add more to us, at least potentially, are those that are around us. It's a great level of contribution from the people that we come encounter, encounter with. You know, I do a, a lot of these conferences. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to me the feel I get from people when I interact with them and what that makes, how it makes me react the next time I see them. So if I'm there in a conference and I encounter somebody for the first time or I've encountered them for the third or fourth time, usually the second time 
I meet them, I have this preconceived notion that they're either taking from me or they're adding to me. And I have that same framework about how I come across to them. So you see, when we interact with people, there is dynamic that's given off in us that either builds or destroys, it either builds or tear downs, it either encourages or it discourages people. And so we contribute to one another in a very positive or negative direction. And so, you know, if I see you and you deplete my energy or you cause me to, you know, I'm, you bring doubt into my mind or there's something negative that you just constantly are, are bringing, you know, to our relationship or conversation, I'm probably going to not do it again. But you see, likewise... They can also be great additions. It's kind of like a two-sided coin. You know, the same people who once were contributors um, adding to your life tomorrow can be the same ones that are subtracting from you. It's just a, it's just a annoying thing about people and relationships. And guess what? I do the same thing. Some days I'm Mr. Positive. Some days I'm Mr. Negative. And that's the life balance I'm trying to equal out. And so when you look at people, they can add, they can subtract, and in many cases delete from our lives. It's critical that, listen, that we grow our huddle and surround ourselves with people who will build, not tear us down. And we have to examine that closely and make sometimes some tough decisions and calls to get some people out of us who don't belong. Now, what do I mean by huddle? I mean, it's the people closest to you. I played football. I played sports my whole life. And what was interesting to me is though we were in crowds that were large watching us, really the only people that mattered to me were the guys on in the huddle with me. These were the guys that were going to execute. Everybody else was watching and listening and cheering and booing. These were the guys that when I got down um, on the uh, playing field and – victory or defeat was on the lines those were the guys that I trusted and I counted on and guess what you've got to find that group too it's got to be people that you can you know when the game's on the line they're going to add to for their, their victory and yours into your life and not be a distraction and depleting you and causing you to um you know, regret having even been in their presence. I know it's a tricky slope, uh, a slippery slope, and it's tricky to consider, but just always examine the group, the huddle that you've cultivated, and make for sure the right people are there. Now, does that mean that they can't ever speak truth to you that might cause some needed subtraction in your life? No. But you have got to realize that even in those conversations that they're for you, not against you. And you know what I'm talking about. Guard your huddle. Now, here's where I want to spend most of my time today. And that's the contributor to more number three, which is you. You see, even though we will have additional contributors from Yahweh and the other people around us that are in our lives, giving toward our growth. Hear me when I say this. You must add to you. You have to do your part. Much of what we want sometimes, we relegate to somebody doing it for us. And in this case, for you to add more to your life and to create 
greater opportunities to be prepared for the next, you're going to have to roll your sleeves up and get in there and do your part. It's engaging and encouraging that all three contributions collectively can explode interpersonal development for you, right? You, your next growth spurt may not be due to a hand-delivered miracle from God. It may come by the fruit of your own sweat. See, I think one of the things that we've bought into is this notion of, you know, I'm a, I'm a child of God or I've got really good, important friends around me. And between all of that, I should have everything that I won't need in life. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is, sometimes you got to get in the dirt and dig. And all as, as powerful as knowing that those two con, uh, contributors to your life are going to be there for you, you cannot use that as a replacement for you doing your part to grow you. Again, I go back to what I mean. It's like this joining something more to something that already exists to increase the size or the amount. <clears throat> so that means you've got to contribute to your own personal development and growth and maturity. You can't wait on everybody else to do it. For example, for me, I believe I have to I have been dealt the measure of faith <clears throat> that left alone or unintended can never grow. <clears throat> so even if I have a measure of faith, Bible's real clear that I'm going to add to my faith. Same is true with my talents. I have skills that haven't matured yet or developed and weren't given to full access to at birth, but I must do my part to develop them for increase. You know, I have to put the work in. All of us have talents and abilities, but whatever lies next for you, chances are what you have been gifted with talent-wise has got to be matured to prepare you for it. Listen, as a young kid, I played baseball. But the skills I had, I had some good hand-eye coordination. But it didn't prepare me for a, as a child, a kid, I wasn't prepared at eight, nine years old for a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. I wasn't prepared for it. Did I have gifts? Yeah, I had good hand-eye coordination. I knew that I could... I had the talent. You could see a little bit of the talent. But I wasn't prepared to face a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. I just wasn't developed enough. And so that's kind of the analogy that I want you to think about. The analogy is you have been gifted and granted talents and gifts that need to be developed and matured so that you're prepared for the next what I'm saying is standing still in your faith or your talent, your pursuit of success in your family, business, or finances is going to require you to add more and mature what you have. So I want to take, as I do on every podcast, and this is the section I call information for transformation. 
So how are these critical additions actually introduced into our lives? Well, here are some critical additions that I think we must add to our life so we can mature and grow. And there's not that many of them, but I think they've got four. So let me just talk about these. These are additions that I think you have to have in your life that you have to work on that will mature you and prepare you for what's next. Number one, we must believe, and I, I, I truly, I, I truly mean this. We must believe and live understanding that everything we have need of is available by gaining knowledge through the right source. Everything you have need of is available to you <clears throat> through knowledge at the right source. So what I'm telling you is add knowledge. You, you want to add something powerful to your repertoire, so to speak? <clears throat> the first step toward maturity is knowledge. The, the first step, one of the first steps toward becoming more and adding more is knowledge where to go to get more, the more you need. It's about acquiring the facts and information and skills you need to go forward. So you've got to believe and live and not be skeptical about the notion that everything you have need of is available by gaining knowledge through the right sources. Add knowledge to your life. You want more? Add knowledge. Find out. Acquire the facts. Acquire the information. And acquire the skills you need so that when what's next is here, you're prepared for it. Add knowledge. Number two, I love this. Add to yourself, not somebody giving it to you or not somebody providing it for you or waiting for a miracle to be delivered to you. Add to your own self virtue. Basically, what virtue means is it's behavior showing high moral standards. You, you don't have to look around too far and too wide to see that moral standards is negotiable at best for many. What does it even mean? What does having high standards mean? Does it affect the way you talk? Listen, I'm asking you to behave in a way that what you believe is seen in your talk and walk. And I'm preaching to myself here today, and, but I'm also speaking to many of your hearts across this podcast. That is, the frustrations you have are because of what you believe and the way you live do not align. Contentment comes... When what you believe, you operate in the boundaries of your life and you live them out every day. Think one of the most confusing things to people is to hear somebody say something and not see it followed up in the way they live. And you wonder why you don't have anybody who pays attention to you when you say something. Spoiler alert. They don't see you living what you're telling them. 
So if you think that you can stand up and just prophesy over people what they should do, and yet you're, you don't have to follow the same guidelines, you're deceived. Add virtue to your life. Start behaving in a way that defends moral standard and cannot be reproached in your life because you behave so miserably. I'm encouraging you to look deep into your life and realize that what may be prepared for you in the future because you lack moral standard and living in that high moral standard life will keep you from what really lies ahead for you because you've chosen a lower standard of living. Don't judge me. I'm not. I'm telling you your future will. What I'm telling you is if you don't have virtue and behave showing high moral standards, what you think you can talk your way into, you won't. Because people will see that what you prophesy out of your mouth is not the steps you walk in in your behavior. Many people won't put up with that. Add to yourself virtue. Number three, add to yourself self-control. Notice it says self. It says self-control. You control you. I say this with respect, but I say it with a ton of passion. You have got to let your victim card expire. You cannot keep blaming the way you're behaving on something that's happened to you in the past. Am I making light of your pain? No, I've had it. Am I just saying, ah, just suck it up. Be strong. Quit living, you know, in you know, in such a disgusting way because you're blaming everybody else at every time in your life. Let me be clear. You have the ability to control your emotions, your tongue, the desires or expressions that are taxing and even in taxing and trying times. Get a hold of yourself. You have got to add self-control to your repertoire of maturity and advancement and growth. For you to be prepared for what's next, you have got to get control of yourself, including your emotions in particular. Number three, add to yourself self-control. Nobody can do it for you. Number four, add to yourself perseverance. Guys, this is learning to continue a course of action even in the face of difficulty or with little or no prospect of success. That's so interesting to me. It's not just persevere till you win. Sometimes you're going to have to keep persevering even when you see no prospect of success. 
you just keep on growing and you keep on believing and you keep on pressing and you keep on pushing because you know what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. Even though it's tough and difficult, you persevere. You hang in there. You keep moving forward. Guys, if you possess these four qualities that I've just discussed in increasing measure, meaning abundance of these qualities being seen in your life, let me tell you what, I promise you then you will not be ineffective or unproductive. Think about that. If you can possess these four qualities, if you can believe and understand that everything that you have need of is available by gaining knowledge, add knowledge to your life. If you add to yourself virtue, which is this, this um, <coughs> high moral standard that you pursue in your living, you're not going to be unproductive and ineffective. Number three, if you add to yourself self-control, if you learn to say no to you and control you, and number four, if you add to yourself perseverance, that's the unwillingness to give up to, to, despite the level of difficulty, those four qualities, and you exhibit them in great measure, you'll not be ineffective or unproductive. Guys, I have just laid out for you the roadmap to eliminate ineffectiveness in unproduct unproductive, living unproductive lives. Expect the hand of God to intervene if you are obedient and called by his name. Secondly, anticipate the contributions of others in a well-assembled huddle. And thirdly, require yourself to add to the existing you to grow into a more mature, developed you that is prepared for the future. Guys, that's the law of addition. I want to thank you today for being with me and taking time. Look, I know you've got a lot of places to be doing a lot of other things, but my heart is warmed when I travel and I see and I listen to people who have, or talk to people who've listened to the podcast and the blessing that it is on their life. I'm, I'm very, very grateful for that. And if you find value in this, think about somebody you might share this with. Subscribe to this channel because every week I'm coming out with a new podcast and what we're focused on is either additions or subtractions so that we can become more mature, more developed, and more purposed in our lives. I want to thank you for your time once again. And until next week, God bless you. And if I could ever help you, let me know. I look forward to seeing you in person one day. Make sure if we're at conferences together, you come up and say hello to me. Until next week, I'll talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Live Exposed with Reggie Brock. In fact, if you did, go ahead and rate the podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We also would love if you subscribe to the podcast and also shared it with your friends and family. They would probably enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week as we continue down the journey that leads to ultimate freedom through living the life that you were meant to live.